Hey everyone, this is Joseph Bosco, pastor of Highway Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. You know, all of us need the right kind of voices in our lives. Voices that inspire us to know the one who made us. Voices that awaken our divine destiny and reveal to us the goodness of God. Well, that's what this ministry is all about. So enjoy the message. about the goodness of God and to encourage you and to build you up in the Christ realities of this New Testament gospel. And we invite you to, to just plug in to this church, to this ministry, and get all you can get. Because, you know, and it's, it's not necessarily anybody's um, intent, but sometimes just over the course of time, we tend to think of God as another person. We tend to think of Christianity as another philosophy, and things get watered down and, and start to distance themselves from the powerful reality of this new covenant that we're living in. So we want to encourage you to believe everything you read in the Scriptures to go to the book of Acts and absolutely eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Because Acts is still being written today. It is still being penned by the hand of the Holy Spirit in the hearts of men and women and young people all around the world. It is the same resurrection life, the same gospel. We are preaching the same gospel Peter preached on the first day of Pentecost when the baptism of the Holy Spirit came. And we bless you and we invite you to just just let go and let God become your everything in every area of your life. Give your whole life to him spirit, soul, and body. Hallelujah. Oh, it's fresh. It's hot. It's a new life in Christ. And we've got wonderful things for you this morning. So we welcome you and we encourage you to, um, to invite someone to share this message with you. Not only this message, listen, Wednesday night, we're starting a new Bible study live, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time called From Sinner to Saint. And boy, you don't want to miss this one because so many believers don't even understand what happened to them when they received Christ. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it leads to so much confusion, so much frustration, uh, so much arguing that's totally unnecessary. We should have a smile on our face that nothing can erase because we have been made new in Christ. Listen, I got to get right into the message that has been prepared for you today. We are in a series called His Grace Brings Joy. His Grace Brings Joy. This is part two. So we encourage you to listen to last week's message and, and take full advantage of these messages. Hear them live. I mean, it's live, at, uh, and, and then it's available to you on demand after that. You can listen as many times as you want, but, but take note of the Scriptures, and then meditate in those Scriptures. Let them come alive to you. Begin speaking them over your life and believing them in your heart and acting on them in your daily life. This is when our relationship with God becomes real, when we meditate in it, when we speak it, and when we act 
on it in our daily lives. And that is the purpose of Highway Church, to help people experience the love and power of Christ in their daily lives. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. It's so good. Are you ready? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. His grace brings joy. Hallelujah. What is grace? Well, grace is the display of God's love for you through the finished work of his son. God showed himself strong on your behalf through the ministry of his son, and it's all recorded for us in our Bibles in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and the book of Acts. So you don't have to wonder about it. You don't have to take anyone's word about it. You don't have to listen to any opinions about it. You can read it and know it for yourself by opening up your Bible and eating it alive. (laughs) That's the grace of God. His love on display. His love revealed to you through the finished work of his son. And listen, when your eyes are open to how much the Father, the Heavenly Father, the Creator of heaven and earth, how much He loves you, how powerful His love is, and all that He accomplished for you through the finished work of His Son, joy will break out in your life. Nothing will be able to keep you down anymore. The joy of the Lord will become your strength. It will lift you up, it will fill you up, it will enable you to rise above any challenges that you're facing, any circumstances that are contrary to what he has declared over your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's so good. So last week we began talking about this, and we talked about the the joy that comes from knowing his love for you, from knowing what he's done for you. We talked about uh, antonyms of joy, frustration, right? And what brings frustration when you have a problem and you have no solution? And you try, and you try, and you try, and it it just doesn't go away. Hello, anyone can relate to that? I can, sure. Well, listen, let's be real. Mankind has a problem that hasn't gone away. What is that problem? Separation from God. We can't fix it, guys. We can try and try and try, and that is the reason for every religion is trying to fix this this emptiness inside that was put there for, for God to fill. But we can't fix it. There's no amount of good deeds. There's no amount of of, uh, ceremonies or rituals that can fill that eternal void that was in all of our hearts because of Adam's separation from God. All right? But the good news that we bring to you is we don't have to fix it. God fixed it. Amen. God provided the solution. 
There weren't two or three solutions. There was only one, and it was through the only begotten Son of God. God provided the solution to capital T-H-E-P-R-O-B-L-E-M. He provided it. He provided the solution to the problem of mankind. And that is faith in Jesus Christ. Childlike faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus paid full price. He, in, he became sin on the cross. He became your sin, all of your sin, past, present, and future. All of my sin, past, present, and future. He became the sin of mankind so that through faith in him, anyone who believes, could become righteous, the very righteousness of God. And that's the message we preach. No matter who you are, what you've done, where you're from, if you'll simply receive the Father's love for you as displayed through His Son, Jesus Christ, and you'll put your faith in Jesus Christ, at that very moment, you immediately become God's son. You immediately become righteous. You immediately become delivered from the, from the kingdom of darkness, and you become a member of the family of God. Hallelujah. His grace brings joy. Let's talk about separation from God, okay? Listen, we all know what that's like, every single human being. Okay, we were made to be in relationship with God. Every nation has that in common. Every tongue, every tribe, human beings were created to be in, in fellowship, relationship with God. We all have that in common. Well, if separation from God is the problem, what caused that problem? I mean, it's good to recognize you have a problem. It's even better to know the cause of it. When you know the cause of something, now you can get to the root of it, right? What caused separation from God? I want you to listen to this. The first man chose to believe things about God that were contrary to to his nature. <laughs> Instead of knowing and believing uh, the truth about God who revealed himself to man, that God is good, that God made him in his image, God made man in his image, that God, it was God's will for him to prosper and to reign in the earth. Instead of believing that, he chose to believe things that were told to him from his adversary that were contrary to God's true nature. And listen, if we in our lives in 2023 believe things about God that are contrary to his nature, it doesn't change God's love for us, but it will hinder us from living the abundant life he came to give us. It will hinder us from experiencing the intimate relationship he desires to have with us. When we 
gave our lives to each other in December of 94, we stood before men and God and we declared our love for one another. Okay? We declared it. We spoke to each other. And if, if one of us didn't believe, or both of us, if we didn't believe, if I didn't believe my wife loved me, that doesn't mean she doesn't love me. But if I don't believe it, what does that do? It keeps me from receiving her love. And let's say someone tells me something about my wife that's negative, that, 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 that says she's got ulterior motives. She married you for your money. Then we know that wasn't true. That didn't have <laughs> it was any. your car. It, it was my car, my Toyota Tercel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was your car. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so say someone whispers in my right, ear and, right, right. and says her motives aren't it's pure. Right. And I believe that. What does that do to our relationship? She loves me, but now I'm questioning her actions and her motives. And now I'm going to misinterpret what she does. She this makes is, me breakfast, and I think she's up to something. Ooh, why is she doing that? Right. This is what the adversary of your soul does. He'll whisper things to you about God that will cause you to question and be insecure and be afraid. And as a result, you, you're not able to receive the things he desires to do in your life. This is very fundamental. Woo! This is ABC, to, baby. To the problem that you're talking about between yeah. man and God but then it trickles down to every every relationship. So mm-hmm. both both parties yeah. have the same responsibility. Yep. That is to be upfront, honest, and forthcoming. Yes. Uh, that's one responsibility. Yeah. That when you present yourself, you're being honest, right. pure, right. Uh, forthcoming, um, open, right? Yeah. And then... That same person, when receiving from the other, has to have faith, has to yes, believe, believe yeah. and trust. And these are things that on either end uh, can be uh, messed up. So in the sights mm-hmm. of God, in this situation, God was honest, yes. forthcoming. Who he is is who he is. He had no deceit. He doesn't know how to lie. There's no darkness. There's <laughs> he no deceit. <laughs> he was completely, here I am. And... The other party had doubts or questions, sure, did sure. not believe. Sure. That were planted there, that were presented to him through through Satan. That's exactly through right. Through the adversary of mankind. I mean, this is so fundamental. This yes. is This is building blocks of this. how we are made. We're made to be honest and we're made to believe. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. But Absolutely. in this fallen world, yeah. we've been trained to, to doubt. Sure. We've been trained to deceive to right. hide sure. to cover up sure um so we have to break free yeah. from these patterns that's right that we see and have been exposed to and realize that god is good all yes. good yes he's truthful he's honest and i i can believe him i can trust him he can't deceive you he cannot be de- it's absolutely impossible he cannot be deceptive he cannot say one thing to you and mean another Oh, so, so Now, we, we got to wake up to this guy. Yes, we do. He is not like mankind, okay? And listen, we're, we've all done that. We've all lied. Hello. We've all said things that, that we didn't mean right. or didn't mean things we said or said things we should have meant or whatever, right? We're, we've all fallen short of this, but God the Father can't do that. 
He can't mislead you. He can't misdirect you. He, he has no ulterior motives. He has come to this relationship and fully revealed his motives. What did Jesus say? I came that they might have life and have it more abundantly. There you go. Motives revealed. And he is faithful and true to his word. So this is so important because this is where that separation came from. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 3. I want to look in the scriptures. We're not going to take a whole lot of time in Genesis here because, boy, I could stay here for, for days. It's just so rich in revelation, and it's so relevant to our lives. But in Genesis chapter 3, now God's made man in his image. God uh, absolutely gave the earth to mankind. They're his kids, his beloved. And he's given them a, a mission and a purpose to reign over it, to rule and reign in his behalf. He's, I mean, we, we see the world in its condition today, and I'm telling you, it is an absolute disaster compared to what it was before the fall. We really can't even imagine, okay? We're talking about paradise, perfect environment. No storms, no tornadoes, no sickness, no disease, no crime, no war. Just peace and joy in the presence of God in abundance, all right? Now, here they are in the center of God's plan for their lives. Now, there was an adversary in there. Satan, prior to man being created, was cast down to the earth with the, with the angels that rebelled with him, the demons, and they were in the earth, but they had no authority because God gave authority over them and everything on the earth to mankind, okay? So Satan was trying to mess this whole thing up. He was trying to separate man from God and steal the authority that God gave to man over the earth. So he comes to, to the woman, and he says to her, and I want you to listen to this loaded question. It's a loaded question. You know what a loaded question is? It's a, it's a statement that's going to uh, twist what you're about to say before you say it. And the media, they are experts at this. Or a leading question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. leading, loaded, loaded. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll, you, you watch interviews, they'll zap people with their loaded questions. So no matter what that person say, says, it's already going to be filtered through this distorted question. That's right. Because they have ulterior motives. They're not after the truth. They're trying to make the person look bad because that sells. Uh, it sells news stories. It sells airtime. It sells advertisements. It makes money. Yeah, I think a leading question, like the question is framed so that you will answer the way that they want you Exactly. To That's right. Mm -hmm. They're trying to change your thinking That's right. or they're trying to make you look bad. That's right. Right? So here comes the adversary of their soul. And he said, did God really say? Leading question. Right? What's he already done? He's cast doubt. Oh. I don't know. He's cast doubt on what God said, and he's cast doubt on your ability to hear from God. Did God really say, you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Now he's totally, you know, he put a little truth in there. He did talk about the garden. He did talk about the trees. But now he's, he's saying something God that God never said. Yeah. God did say something about a tree, mm -hmm. but not what he just said. Mm -hmm. So this is a, now he's, he's trying to distort 
what God said, and he's trying to um, undermine our ability to hear from God. So, so there's the two foundational things again. The enemy came yep. to suggest that God is something less than honest, yes. less than truthful, less than trustworthy. Yes. And it also impact her ability to believe. Yes. So on both ends of these foundational things, yes. both are being discredited. Both are being yes. impacted to the negative. Yeah. Why are we talking about this? Remember, we're talking about separation from God. What keeps us from experiencing the abundant life he came to give us? It's believing things about him that aren't true. Right. Right? That's what it does. It. Believing things about him that aren't true. So here it is. He's, he's, he's conning them. He's, he's trying to lure them away from the protection of the Father. And, and she responds, and, and she says, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but, uh, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, which he did say. But then she adds something to it and says, and you, and you may not touch it or you will die. Well, God didn't say that. See? Now, it could be that the very statement, the very question that the enemy presented to her caused her to question what she already knew That's exactly that God right. said to her. And now she's repeating what she thought God said because it's been, it's been uh, poisoned with a doubt now, and she's saying something God didn't say. It's so important to know what he said and not move off of that no matter what anyone else says mm -hmm. because what he said is pure. What he said is eternal. What he said is true. What man says is not. It changes with the, with the direction of the wind. It changes with the temperature. It changes with the political climate or the religious tradition of the day. God's not like that. He's pure. He's true. He doesn't have to alter or change what he previously said because it's not relevant today. He's always now. He's always relevant. He's always for you. So God didn't say that. He told them not to eat from the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And he said, for in the, if, if you do eat of that, you shall surely die in the English translation. The Hebrew says, in dying you shall die. Spirit, soul, and body, death will come. All right? Now, here we go. Here's the enemy, and he's not going to leave that alone. He sees he's kind of got her on the ropes here. He's got her questioning. He's got her misquoting God. And what does he say? Now he directly defies God. He, now he's, he's calling God a liar. He says, you will not surely die. God says, you will surely die. In dying, you shall die. Now the enemy is absolutely contradicting God directly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's not even being subtle now. Mm -hmm. He said, he's lying to you. That's a big deal. Right. That's a, a huge deal. So the, the, God is lying to us. We're not going to die. Oh, wow. Then why would he say that to us? Because he has ulterior motives, right? You will not surely die. But God knows that the when you eat motive. of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God knowing good and evil. So God's afraid of you. God's concerned Insecure. that you're going to take something from him. God's <laughs> concerned that you're going to take his throne away. Why? That was the devil's motive. Right? That's what he tried to do. Didn't work. Come on, there's a lesson there. Go ahead. When you're accused yeah. in life, usually what the one you're who's being, accusing. the one you're accusing is the one who's guilty the one who's of actually what doing he's that. accusing you of. Did y'all hear that? Yeah. yeah. Keep that on, in mind. When you're, that. Put that you're, in your back yeah. pocket because <laughs> you'll need it yeah. in the future. 
And boy, <laughs> have we seen that over and over again. The one who's accusing, the one who's upset. Is revealing their motive. Is revealing what's going on in their mind. That's right. And how they think. That's right. Right? Yeah. Man, is this amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> so now the wow. woman, the woman is just, okay, wow. She's listening now. And now she's starting to see things differently. Now, instead of using her spirit and the word of God to navigate, she begins using the word of the enemy and her flesh. Okay? And in verse 7, so she, 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 her husband's there with her. He eats the fruit with her. And it says the eyes of both of them were open. In other words, now they're seeing things with their flesh instead of their spirit. And what is the result of this? Well, death, spiritual death. Death in their soul, death in their body, separation from God, the curse of sin falling upon the entire earth. The Institute for Creation Research believes that at this point, the earth actually shifted on its axis. This is when, when uh, things got perverted in the earth, animals began eating each other, uh, poisons, things turned into poison, uh, curse, tornadoes, earthquakes, uh, murder, all these things began to enter the earth now, okay? And what was the result of their relationship with God? Didn't change God's love for them at all, not one bit. God's ready to fellowship with them. God's walking in the cool of the day looking for them, and what do they do? They hear God's voice, and instead of running to him and rejoicing in him, they hide from him, it says, because they were afraid. Why were they afraid? Not because of God. Because they were listening to the wrong voices. All because of what they thought of God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they, and listen, this is true today. It's so true Who today. Who are you listening to and why? Listen, get your hard copy Bible and look at what Jesus said. I am amazed at the things I hear Christians say, at the things I hear in churches. Why do they say them? Because they're not exalting what Jesus said. Because what Jesus said hasn't taken the place of preeminence in their lives. Oh, listen. What is the solution to the separation problem? What is the solution to believing things about God that aren't true? Let me say this again. If believing things about God that aren't true, believing lies about God, cause the separation from God, then what would fix the separation from God? Believing things about God that are true. Hey, problem solved. Mm -hmm. That's what the gospel's all about. Yeah. To, to destroy, to come against, to remove thoughts, feelings, things you've entertained or allowed in your life that are contrary to his love for you. The solution, guys, is to now replace the things that we believed about God that weren't true with the things that are true. And when we do that, we are transformed. Well, wait a minute. How, where am I going to find these things about God that are true? Who do I go to? Who do I talk to? Jesus. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. I'm going right to verse 3. It tells us that Jesus is the exact representation of the nature of God. 
So that means when I'm reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts in my Bible, I'm looking at the nature of God in action with no variation. Every time Jesus speaks to a, to a sickness and says, uh, be healed, be delivered of your infirmity, that is the Father's nature to you. Every healing touch of Jesus is the Father's love being revealed to you today. Hallelujah. Every healing, every deliverance, every divine provision is the true nature of God. But you've got to realize there are naysayers out there that will tell you that was just for a certain time. God doesn't do that anymore. Uh, The Holy Spirit, it's not the same. It's not like it was in the book of Acts. The gifts of the Spirit, the healing, the the miracles, those have all passed away. And now we just got to endure. Don't listen to those voices. God hasn't changed. He's the same. He's the same. He's today today. in 2023, and he'll be the same. In 2030, he'll be the same in 3030. He's perfect in all his ways. He does not change. So I can know what's true about God. I don't have to listen to a religious expert. I can know for myself by simply reading my Bible. I can study Jesus and know the true nature of God, and that will solve the separation problem. Listen, if you behold Christ, Not a religious tradition version of Christ. The Christ that has been recorded for us by the grace of God in the New Testament. If you will behold him and meditate upon him and know that every word he spoke was for you today. Every healing he manifested and and displayed is for you today. It will remove the falsehoods from your thinking about God. There was a time I didn't know if it was God's will to heal me, and I was very sick. But thank God, someone put a Bible in my hand, and I found there was a leprous man full of leprosy who had the same question I did. My question was back in 1989. His was a couple thousand years before that almost. (laughs) But same question. Is it it your will to heal me? Are you willing? Mm Mm-hmm. What did Jesus say to him? I am willing. Mm -hmm. One translator says, of course I'm willing. How could you think any other way? Because you've you've been told otherwise by spirits and people who who didn't know any better. Don't ever base what you believe on what you've been through or what you're currently going through or what your loved ones have been through. Base what you believe about God on Jesus Christ. And that will take you into the abundant life he came to give you. I can't determine God's will based on my experiences. Why? Because we're living in a fallen world. Satan's the God of this world. There are lies flying through the air day and night. And in religious tradition, same thing. The only way I can determine what God's will is for my life and his true nature is by looking to Jesus Christ in the Scriptures. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts, and Genesis through Revelation. Because he's everywhere. Man, this is so good. This is so good. This is the solution. Jesus is the solution to every problem you face. Come on. When will his people realize that? 
When will the believers living in 2023 realize that Jesus is the answer to every problem we face? Hallelujah. We're waking up. Today. To, we're waking up. Today, today Highway Church. Hallelujah. Today, we realize that Jesus, right. you are the answer to every problem we are facing. That's right. And we will not look anywhere else. Hallelujah. We are turning our gaze, our focus. We are giving you our full attention because you are God. You are good. You are perfect in all your ways. You are fully trustworthy, and we fully trust you. You are our solution for every single situation and circumstance. Man, does that set you free. I mean, I was of the mindset to search and search and study and search and talk to every expert I could talk to And this was back in the late 80s, early 90s when the internet wasn't an option. But I'd read, I'd get books, I'd try and do, you know, uh, well, I guess it was prior prior to that, prior to coming to Christ. But when I found Christ, I waited a minute, I don't have to search anymore. He's, He's the answer I've been looking for. For every area of my life, highway, church. He's, what you, he's the one you've been looking for. He's the solution to the problems you're facing. Would you believe him? Reject the falsehoods that are being preached and believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ. He is who he says he is. He did what he said he did. And you are who he says you are, a new creation in him. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Father, for your amazing love. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your amazing love. Hallelujah. We want you to know, to be sure of, that God is trustworthy. Jesus said, unless you become like a child, you will not enter into an experience the plan of God for your life. How can we become like a child? I had a rough childhood, but I had to realize God wasn't like that. God didn't treat me, would never treat me like my biological parents did. You've got to realize that too. He'll never do that. He'll never hurt you. He'll never throw you around. He'll never say things to you and then do something else. He's faithful. He's true. He's pure love. Renew your mind to that. Renew your mind to, the, to his love for you that is pure. And give your whole self to him. You know, a three-year-old is helpless. Yeah. Absolutely helpless. If there are no parents or adults around, wouldn't, a three-year-old wouldn't last long. A mother and father protect that three-year-old. That three-year-old depends totally on their parents, even if they're throwing a fit, right? They're still, they know mom and dad are going to be there, a good mom and dad, right? A godly mom and dad are going to love them and provide for them no matter what. How much more, your father? Yeah, you can throw fits. I know I've thrown some fits in my life. boy. And you know what? When I'm done throwing a fit, God's smiling, loving me, just the same as before I threw a fit. And you can run to him in the midst of your fit and let him throw his, 
his strong, loving arms around you and let him just remove every fear from your life. Because his perfect love will cast out every fear. Father, we thank you for your amazing love for us. We thank you, Lord God, that you are who you say you are. There's no wickedness. There's no evil with you. There's no double tongue with you. There's no a deception with you. You say what you mean, and you mean what you say. Lord, I pray for this highway church and everyone listening to this message. Holy Spirit, help us to see you clearly. Help us to realize how good you are. Help us to trust in you and be aware of the falsehoods that we've entertained about you. That we would embrace you as you are and and study Jesus in the scriptures and know that that's you, Father. That is, he is perfectly representing you in every healing, in every miracle, in every deliverance. You have revealed your will to us through your Son. We fully embrace your true nature. In his name, amen. Amen. Well, I'll tell you, this is just uh, fresh, fresh from heaven, and it's so powerful. It's just so powerful. Hallelujah. I mean, how much, how much does he love you? Does God, does God want you to lack in any area of your life? Is God trying to humble you by taking things away from you? (laughs) Never. In fact, in John 1.16, it says, Of his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace, blessing upon blessing, favor upon favor, gift heaped upon gift. That's God's will for your life. And we're going to worship the Lord right now according to his true nature with our money. Why? Because he loves us so much, we know that he has become our provider. And because he is our shepherd, we shall not lack. We're always in the black highway church. We want to exhort you to get in, to let God into your financial life, to trust him with every dollar you have to worship him with your money and watch what he does. Sowing and reaping, that's the kingdom, not buying and selling. We operate on a different plane, a plane that is above the economy of this world. We live by faith in the goodness of God. We sow, we sow into the kingdom of God and we reap from the kingdom of God. Our Father is God. We invite you to worship the Lord with your money right now. Join us in worshiping him. And you can worship the Lord uh, through our website. If you're on our live platform, you don't have to leave uh, the live platform. You just click on the Give tab. Or if you're not, you can open up another tab in your browser if you're on a device or a desktop or laptop and go to highwaychurch.us forward slash give. Highwaychurch.us forward slash give. Or you can text the amount you'd like to worship to 508-502-7733. Just put the amount you'd like to worship the Lord with 
and text to that number, and you'll receive instructions, excuse me, or you can mail a check to Highway Church, made out to Highway Church to our P.O. box. That information should be on your screen. All right? Whatever you do, do it in confidence. Act on his goodness in your life. Embrace his provision for your life. Every time we sow a seed, we're embracing the provision of God for our lives. Let's pray right now. Father, we come to you right now because you love us, because you are our Father, you are our provider, and we worship you with our money. We sow our money into your kingdom. And Father, we thank you for the expansion of our gifts, for the spreading of this glorious gospel around this fallen world so that people would hear the good news we're preaching of your amazing love for us and your will to heal and to prosper and to make whole. And we thank you, Father, for every seed sown into Highway Church. We pray for every seed sown, for the exponential multiplication of that seed, for this ministry, for this church, and for the sower, the one who gives it. And we thank you for doing it, Lord, many, many times over, in Jesus Christ's holy name. And we rejoice in mortgages paid in full, debts paid in full, automobiles paid in full, investments are taking off, businesses prospering like they've never prospered before, raises, promotions, wealth of the wicked transferred to us, your people, supernaturally by your spirit, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. We bless you, Highway family, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bless you with the provision of God for your life. We bless you with the protection of God for your life. His favor is upon you. It encompasses you like a shield. He is your shield. He is the glory and the lifter of your head. And we bless you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And we are looking forward to seeing you Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our new Bible study series entitled From Sinner to Saint. We love you. See you Wednesday. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of his goodness, who he is, what he's done for you, and who you are in him. Check out our websites at highwaychurch.us and josephbosco.us and begin living the abundant life he came to give you.